Welcome to Sense and Nonsense A to Z, where we pick topics based off of the letter of the day. Today is episode three of season three, featuring the letter C. We're family and we're your hosts, AT and Z. So let's get started. Hey there, Z. Ciao. Ciao, AT. Hey. <laughs> How are things going? Good. I have exciting news. Okay. I asked the kid to try a chicken sausage and he did. And he, did he like it? He ate like five bites of it. Awesome. It was awesome. It had uh, spinach and feta in it. You're kidding me. No. <laughs> wow. So it was kind of like a flavored one, no less. Yeah. But I mean, it was mild, but still yeah. he just, he was just like, I put a piece on his plate and he just picked up his fork and he ate it. And then... I put another one and he did it again. (laughs) I was like, wow. That's awesome. I know. Without complaint, without hesitation. Right. Without you telling them you got to eat that. Right. Exactly. So that was exciting. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm okay. Nice sunny day. I got uh, some noise next door. So you may hear some rumbling going on. People next door replacing their bulkheads. So um, yeah, so the machine kind of gets a little loud. Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah, but other than that, I'm I'm good. Great. Yeah. Got anything else? Now nah, you ready to get into our episode? Let's get after it. Okay. For the past two weeks, we did a top five list. Okay. But as I was researching stuff with the letter C, I found a really good list of top 10 cereals. Oh, gosh. And this is according to Delish. Okay. Okay. So we're going to do a top 10 this week. All right. All right. Take a guess of a top cereal. Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios came in second. Okay. I love Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. Yeah. I know. We buy them all the time, too. Yeah. Number one was Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's That's a good one, too. Yeah. It's like French toast, you know? Yummy. I think I might have a box of that in my pantry. (laughs) Okay. And I got to tell you something, different places that I was looking for, like the top 10, mm-hmm. all came in with Cinnamon Toast Crunch <laughs> for number one. It was a popular choice. You but... know, the thing about that cereal is you can eat it with milk or you can eat it just out of the box and it's That's delicious. true with a lot of cereals. <laughs> yeah. That's true with my favorite one. My favorite one is Cap'n Crunch and that yes. came in nine. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm going to... Do the list. All right. I mentioned Cinnamon Toast Crunch, number one. Number two, Honey Nut Cheerios. Number three is Reese's Puffs. Number four is Raisin Bran. Really? Number, yeah. Number five is Fruit Loops. Number six is Frosted Flakes. Mm. Number seven is Lucky Charms. I do like a Lucky Charm. Oh, yeah. Number eight, Frosted Mini Wheats. Nine was Cap'n Crunch, like I mentioned. And number 10, Rice Krispies. Really? That's the top 10 list, according to Delish. Rice Krispies. Right, yeah. I talk about cereal. Little Debbie's has a cereal now. They're Swiss rolls? Yeah. It's a cereal. Wow. Right now. Kellogg, actually. It's a Kellogg product, yeah. I love that. So anyway, top 10 cereals, according to Delish. No Crunch Berries. Crunch Berries is my favorite Cap'n Crunch. Oh, I like the peanut butter one too, but Cap'n Crunch, just the general mm-hmm. cereal came up. Yeah. This week's quote 
It's by Dennis Waitley. There are two primary choices in life, to accept conditions as they exist or accept the responsibility for changing them. This is an excellent quote. I really like Dennis Waitley, by the way. He's a famous motivational speaker yes. for mm -hmm. people who don't know. And I'm going to go beyond normal now. Great. We can sometimes be overwhelmed by all the choices in life. Mm -hmm. At this point in time, we seem to have endless options available to us. Right. And these endless options can lead to a variety of issues. One of them that tends to affect me is analysis paralysis. <sighs> I'm afraid of making a wrong choice. So I analyze it to death Yeah. or I procrastinate. Mm -hmm. or I make a snap decision to avoid the anxiety of thinking about it too much. Or sometimes I'll wait and see if it'll just sort itself out on its own without me having to intervene at all. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes making decisions can feel like this very weighty responsibility, well, sure. especially if your decisions affect others. Yeah. So I definitely know what it feels like to not want to make a mistake, but if we can actually take a step back from that and understand that, like Dennis is saying, there are really only two choices, that decision becomes much more manageable. Mm. So in this moment, I only have to make a decision to either hold steady or take a step in a direction, right? right. Any direction, it doesn't matter which direction, so long as I move. And that can apply to anything from decisions about your job to a person you're in a relationship with or buying shoes for that matter. Do I want things to stay the same or do I want them to change? Right. Either outcome is my choice. Absolutely. So if I buy the shoes and I don't like them, you know, the right. only two choices I have are to either live with them or get rid of them. Right. right? I mean... So realizing that agonizing over what to do is actually making a decision to keep things the same. And that's really empowering. It's like, oh no, I'm not in the process of making a decision because every single moment I'm thinking or procrastinating or ignoring it, I'm already making a decision, the same decision mm -hmm. until I make a different one. Mm -hmm. This is a really powerful concept because it completely eradicates the state of being a victim of circumstance. The power lies within you to choose how your life is going to go in every moment. Are you going to accept what's happening or are you going to change it? That's it. I love this quote. I thank you for bringing this quote up because this is it, really. It, this yeah. is what it all boils down to. Yeah. Ready for A to Z headlines? Hit me. Number one, Mattel came out with a new Barbie. She has Down syndrome. Really? She's adorable, by the way. I'm sure she is. Yeah. Uh, Mattel hopes that it brings more diversity and inclusion to the toy market and increases awareness and acceptance towards people with disabilities and disorders. Excellent. Yeah. She's beautiful. Yeah. I'm sure she is. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be posting a picture of her with us on our YouTube. Yes. You know, oh, excellent. Little... Yeah. Okay. Number two, new studies show that the low carb, high fat diet, such as the keto diets, may be linked to a higher risk of heart disease. It's oh, like, no, it's like, no kidding, right? <laughs> You're telling us to eat fats, right? Yep. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter, really. Whatever you do, it's going to be bad for you. 
<laughs> you know, exactly. uh, if you don't eat enough carbs, it's bad for you. If you eat too many carbs, it's bad for you. If you don't eat yeah. enough fat, it's bad for you. If you eat too much fat, it's sure. bad for you. It's just like, just eat a moderate diet. Exactly. You know, yep. A little of everything. Exactly. Yep. yep. Okay. You're going to love this one. Yeah. Number three in Paradise, Montana, there was a 25 car train derailment along a scenic western Montana river, which spilled containers of powdered clay and cases of beer. So there's, there's photos of like a mountainside by a river. Yeah. And all you see is Coors cases oh, and Blue no. Moon cases. Oh, and then there's no. a local fisherman there with a bottle. <laughs> he fished out a bottle. Oh, no. You so get all them of, fish drunk. Yeah, or it kind <laughs> of brings a new purpose of going fishing. <laughs> honey, honey, I'm thirsty. I'm going to go fishing. <laughs> oh, man. Look what I caught. A cooler full of beer. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Catch of the day. Oh, <laughs> Okay, next one. Oh, another cereal reference here. Post Cereal has introduced a new cereal called Sweet Dreams with healthy ingredients designed to help sleeping. It's available in Blueberry Midnight and Honey Moon Glow. It has whole grains, touch of lavender and chamomile and has an excellent source of vitamin E, zinc, folic acid and B vitamins that help support a natural melatonin production. So what do you eat this before you go to bed? That's the idea. Yeah. And I got to tell you something. I uh, did a little research on this and people were saying, you know, I eat cereal before I go to bed all the time. And this is a good choice for me. So I'm like, okay. I don't want to eat anything before I go to bed. I don't either. I kind of stop about seven o'clock eating yeah, anything. I need to get reflux laying down with a belly full or yeah. have yeah. crazy weird dreams about stuff. Well... Okay, so the last thing I have is the FAA has activated 169 new sky routes along the East Coast, which are more direct, less zigzagging, and will save passengers time, airlines fuel, and increase safety. Why okay. weren't they in before? Why, exactly. why did we do this before? So isn't it the point of A to B to create a straight line rather than zigzag? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks a lot, FAA. Yeah. So for 20, all these years, 20, screwing us around. Exactly. And in 2023, guess what? We're going to do straight lines now. <laughs> Fabulous. I know. So that's, that's a lot. 169? 169, just on the East Coast. Jeez, that's a lot. That's a lot of air highways. Oh my gosh. I have something to add regarding airlines. Go ahead. The other day on the news, on the radio in the morning, here at RDU, mm -hmm. uh, a plane was delayed for three hours because on the pre-flight check, the pilots found bees, a, a huge swarm of bees on the plane. On and the they, plane? On like the plane, in... on the outside, on the outside, on the wing really? flaps. Okay. And they couldn't take off because of all these bees, you know, they're protected. Right. So they called a beekeeper and they were waiting for the beekeeper, but he couldn't come because he's not authorized to work on planes. Oh my God. And they had to go through all of these like checks and everything to try and get the bees off. They were trying to smoke them out, you know, and yeah. doing yeah. all this other stuff and nothing was working. And finally they were like, well, we need this gate. We have to move this plane. Right. So they went to taxi the plane to another gate. And as soon as they started 
of the plane, all the bees flew off. Oh, how about that? Everybody who was waiting for their plane was sure. texting like crazy. And, yeah. you know, when you're in that situation and you have like a whole plane full of people. Sure. Tweeting and texting and everything about it. You don't want anything to happen to these bees. So <laughs> this simplest solution was actually their last resort because they didn't want anything to happen. Right. You know, right. right. And so three hour delay. Wow. Go to Atlanta. Mm hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay, get out your Big Bang Therapy checklist. I've got it handy. Okay, great. This time we're doing Season 2, Episode 15, The Maternal Capacitance. Yes. <laughs> and this is the fun. first time we see Leonard's mother. Yeah, it's always fun when the moms show. Oh, because, yeah. Because especially with the boys, that dynamic is super fun. Mm. Yeah. But this time it's Leonard's mother yes. coming for a visit over Christmas. Mom's played by Christine Baranski, who is the celebrity appearance. She is I phenomenal. love her. Yes. When she appears, it's really her episode. Absolutely. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I know you're going to ask me later, but for a change, it's not going to be Penny, my ah. favorite. It's going to be, it's going to be Leonard's mother. Yes. That is my favorite as well. Dr. Yep. Beverly Hofstadter. Yep. One of the degrees she holds is psychiatrist, but her primary field is neuroscience. Right. So she's more clinical uh -huh. with uh, Leonard, who really craves affection. Sure. And as a result, she gets along really well with Sheldon. Yeah, they have so much in common. They have so much in common. And at one point, Leonard and Sheldon are talking about their moms and... Yeah. Leonard's complaining about his mother and, and saying how lucky Sheldon is yes, and vice and, versa. And yeah. Sheldon's like, are you kidding me? If I wanted an EEG, I had to attach my own electrodes, you know, like. <laughs> they even say to each other, Beverly and Sheldon, how comfortable they are around one another. And usually sure. that's not the case. So yeah. yeah, it's very fun. Following our checklist, the catchphrase, there's really not a catchphrase in this episode, no. except for the fact that Beverly says very suddenly twice, I have to urinate. That's yes. how she announces that she has to go to the bathroom. And that's a little awkward to it say is. that. You know? Yes, yeah. especially like they're at the table in the cafeteria at work yeah. and she just stands, she stands up and up. says that. I have to urinate. Yes, everybody's like, <laughs> okay. You know? Right. And as a matter of fact, that scene has the food. It does. Yes. And the cake, the chocolate cake. Every time I see this episode, I'm like, oh man, I want some oh, chocolate, man. Cake. chocolate cake. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I do love cake. I mean, and that's, yeah, I know. that's, that's a thing. Your favorites, so. We've mentioned that. <laughs> Absolutely. What's your best laugh out loud moment from this episode? It's the beginning mm -hmm. when Leonard is on the phone and everyone's guessing who he's on the phone with. You know, yes. who is he on the phone with? Yeah. And then Sheldon comes out and says, oh, it's for a colonoscopy. And then Leonard hangs up and he says, my mother's coming. And Howard says, how about that? You were right. <laughs> yeah. That was it's my so, laugh out loud moment. It's so good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good too. But my favorite is when they're at work and they're in the cafeteria Raj and Howard are giving Leonard a hard time. <laughs> oh, I know. You're and um, they're like, you brought your mom to work. It's all it's fair yeah. game. Right. Yep. So when That's she right. comes back from the non urination because the middle stall was taken, Leonard gets his revenge by saying, 
Howard still lives with his mother and Raj can't talk to women, right? And she's like, oh, interesting. And Go for she, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just like letting her loose on them. Yeah, And she exactly. totally rips them apart individually and then says, you know, both of these issues stem from a pathological fear of women. This is why you have created an ersatz homosexual relationship to satisfy your need for intimacy. <laughs> and the look on both Raj and Howard's faces and on Leonard's because he's so smugly happy. Oh yeah, that no this doubt. Occurred, is just it's precious. Good. That's really good. And I just I just bust out laughing every yeah. time. It's just so freaking good. Yeah. And then Howard looks at him and he's like, what the hell? And he's like, hey, you brought your husband to work. You know what <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> So I find that to be the funniest. Yeah. Okay. Since that's the funniest, what's the biggest cringe moment? Is when Leonard's mother is talking to Sheldon mm -hmm. and the implication of what they're about to do. Mm -hmm. It was almost dicey. sexual. Yeah, yeah, it was dicey. Yeah, exactly. And I'm so glad it ended up being that they were going to play rock band, right? Rock band, yeah. 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 I was so glad they yeah. started singing together. I was like, shoo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah that, that's that's the kind of hold your breath moment because she's like, I don't know if that... If Where it's they appropriate going with this? to yeah. do with my son's roommate, you exactly. know? Exactly. <laughs> I've never, I've never done it with my husband. It's like, oh my god, what are they thinking? Yeah, yeah. That's that's a little bit of a moment. My yeah. my cringe moment is when Leonard and Penny are drinking in her apartment and they're doing shots. Yeah. And she licks her hand oh. and then puts it Does, on her on neck. Oh. I just, I'm just like. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, oh no, that's so yeah. cringeworthy. It's just so yeah, overtly mm. yucky. Yeah, um, I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah. What would you say are the idiosyncrasies of this episode? I think one is the middle stall being occupied, not being yeah, able to go to exactly. the bathroom, right? Exactly. I think the idiosyncrasies are that there's just so much in common with Sheldon and Leonard's mom. How about because when? She asks for tea and he makes her tea and she's like, oh. is it oolong? He's like, yes. <laughs> Loose, not bagged? Yes. Yes. 2% milk? Yes. <laughs> yes. Warm separately? Yes. One teaspoon sugar? Yes. Raw sugar? Yes. It's cold. <laughs> and then later, Sheldon says to her um, about making some tea. Yeah. And she says, you're probably the only person who can make it right. That sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> And also, I really like it when Sheldon says to her, you can see right through me. And she says, only when you're in a CAT scanner. And then she gives a <laughs> snort laugh and he does his little laugh. Yeah. It's very cute. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. You know what? We might have gone out of order, but I think we covered the entire checklist because there's no Spock alert. Right. You can't see Howard's belt buckle in this one. No. He's sitting no, down. Can't. However, Sheldon's t-shirts. I loved his first t-shirt, which was the Space Invader. Yeah, yeah, that's that was fun. adorable. Did yeah. you see the second one? Uh, I'm sure I saw it, shirt? but I don't know what it was, I don't think. I have no idea what it was. Yeah. And I tried to look it up, and I'm like, is that a controller for something? I couldn't figure it out. I think Leonard was wearing his periodic table shirt, though. I like that was. one, it too. It was brown. Yeah, yeah I, I like that, that one. one. Mm -hmm. And there was no whiteboard in this one. Yeah, no. No, but Leonard is going to show Beverly his lab. 
and he's yeah. like, I think you'll find this interesting. I'm trying to replicate a study that the Italians did. And she's like, well, so no original research? And he's like, <laughs> no. She's like, why do I have to see it? I just read the paper by the Italians. Italians. <laughs> that was beautiful. She's so harsh. She's so harsh. She's so good. She, she is. is so good. Oh, man. When she is on, it's just, yeah. I love everything that comes out of her yeah. mouth. It's oh, just hilarious. Too. Yeah. So that was our Big Bang Therapy checklist for letter C. And by the way, she just had her 71st birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> She's awesome. Yeah. You ready to play our super fun word game? Oh yeah, it's so super fun. <laughs> You know I'm dreading it, you know? Alien. I don't know why. Once well, you dumpster going... last year, alien this year so far. Come on. You know? Once you get going, you're fine. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I've determined that I'm better at giving clues than receiving them. There's no right. doubt about it. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Laptop. Oh, we're on C, right? <laughs> Computer. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I forgot the letter for a second. I'm like, wait, what am I supposed to be thinking of? <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. Okay, so that's a fiver. That's a fiver. Yeah, think C. Um, snuggle. Cuddle. Yay! Five first time! All right! All right. Formal. Casual. Yay! Yay! All right. Oh, 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 Lord. <laughs> think about what I'm saying to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> think is not the clue, huh? Okay. No. Budgie. Cannoli. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Aristophanes. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> These were dogs AT had at one yes. point, by the way, yeah. together. Yes. That's why I said that. Was that. Good clue. Thank you. Yes, very good. All right. Bleach. Cleaner? Ooh. Chemical. Chemical. Um, chlorine? Yes. Oh. <sighs> Holy crap. That's a four. Okay. It's all right. <laughs> My next was going to be pool. Oh, yeah. Okay. You would have definitely gotten it. Yeah, yeah, point. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. 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 I, I was thinking laundry. I was thinking laundry when he said chlorine bleach. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Um, Ritz. Crackers. Yay. Yay. We're doing good here. I know. Did I jinx it? I hope I not. I think so. <laughs> well, I don't we'll find out. Good. Okay. Doesn't matter. We only have, we have a couple left. Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. Bird. Canary? Cardinal? Red. Yes. <laughs> you 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 said to you said it'd be almost the same time that I came out with red. Okay. Polite. It's not coming to me, but I'm just gonna say creative because that's the first stupid thing that came to my brain. Polite. Um Okay, second clue. I had oh, it and then I got started it. Talking. I got it. I got it. I got it. Courteous. Right. Yep. I knew it. I wrote it down and um that's when it came to me when I wrote it down. Okay, right. so that's technically four. Four. Yeah. That's right. Oh, my turn? Mm-hmm. Okay. Convict. Convict? Criminal. Yes. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> I had my doubts on this mm, one. Criminal. I don't know. Would you have would you have gotten it if I said no, you can't. No, you can't. If I say smooth? No, I would never have gotten it. No. Uh okay, this one is your last one. And she's making faces, folks. No, I'm not. Doritos. Chips. Yes! Oh really? So we had crackers and chips, huh? Yes. In this batch. Okay. <laughs> Our grand total is 47. Hey, nice job. All right. Yeah. Very redeeming. Uh, yeah, definitely. We've been doing okay. Yeah, we have. And this was a very good one. So don't be dreading it next time, lady, because we did a good job. Yep. That was our Word Game C edition. Okay, let's talk about our Desert Island playlist. I'm ready. All right. This week's band is The Clash. Yes, it is. I'm super excited about The Clash. They're a punk band, a British punk yes. band from the 70s. Yeah. And uh, they're a very influential band. Yes. You know, every time I, I look at Green Day and I look at Billy Joe Armstrong, I see Joe Strummer, <laughs> <laughs> the, the singer of The Clash. Yes. So um listened to them a lot in my youth, adolescence. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see, because I know this is not a huge band for you. Oh, I like The Clash. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. As a matter okay. of fact, the band I was in, we did my number one pick here. Okay, excellent. Yeah. So yeah. why don't you go ahead and tell me your number one pick? Should I stay or should I go? Da, na, 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 na. It's a great song. Classic. Classic, Classic song. Absolutely. It's so good. And you know, the thing I love about Was that your song, number one, too? It's actually my number two. Okay. It's my number two. Okay. Yeah. This is the uh, Dance Like a Maniac chorus. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel like every time this song comes on and then the chorus comes in. Yes. Should I say or should I go now? I just yeah. feel like you just you just dance like a maniac through that it's whole great. It's a great song. business. It's, it's fabulous. And I got to tell you something. The Espanol part of oh, this. Oh, it's so good. I made up my own words in Espanol. <laughs> <laughs> Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. <laughs> it's like, I can't remember the real words. I make up my own. That's all right. Okay, so what's your number one? My number one mm -hmm. is Rock the Casbah. Oh, it's on my consideration list. Okay. <laughs> this song is, is number one for me because of the video. Oh. This is an MTV era video. Absolutely. Yes, it and is. And Joe Strummer in a yellow sleeveless shirt <laughs> was just so punk rock to me. Yes. And the video is so shot out that you have really no idea what's happening. There's an armadillo. There's a sheik. There is a Hasidic Jew. It's just like there is just so much going on. And, and I remember watching it like repeatedly because at this time in MTV, they played the same set of videos over and over Old and over time, again. Yeah. And I just thought this, that this was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen up until this point. So this Psyche. is one of those songs that when you hear the song, you visualize the video. Yes. 
got it absolutely absolutely and it just takes me right back to being a a kid kid again on my knees in front of the little tv (laughs) that was like 27 inches or you not know? even, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I trying to figure out, especially as a kid, like not understanding all the lyrics and everything, but just trying right. to, you know, learn it kind of phonetically. Mm-hmm. And so I spent so much time trying to figure this song out that it's definitely number one for me. Yeah. Okay. So my number two. Okay. I fought the law. That's a cover though. <laughs> but I still like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's done very well by this band. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very good. My number three mm-hmm. is London Calling. That was one of my considerations as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's so smart. It's yeah. so poignant. It, it's just a very impactful song. And it's about the environment going to hell, society going to hell. And he's right. like, it's all going to hell, but I'm not worried about it because I'll be dead. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> going to kill me. I think it's one of the first times that I realized how intelligent Joe Strummer was, how intelligent this band was, how socially committed this mm-hmm. band was. It's just one of those songs that resonate for me. Okay. All right. So my number three, mm-hmm. Train in Vain, Stand By Me. That's on my HM Consider, list. My, yeah. Yeah, that's my yeah. honorable mention. Honorable mention? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Great song. Yeah. See, and like I said, I picture myself on a desert island and what I could work to. Mm -hmm. You know, don't get me wrong. I like, I love London Calling and Mm -hmm. I love Rock the Casbah, but I'm thinking, okay, which ones am I going to work harder to? Uh These are the three songs that I came up with. That's so interesting because I would, I would totally work hard to Rock the Casbah. Yeah. Yeah. I could just see myself being like, the Sharif don't like it, and throwing coconuts. (laughs) And I'll catch them, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I thought you were going to mention Working for a Clampdown. That's a great song, but actually, my first honorable mention is Tommy Gunn. Oh, yeah. I love the drums in that song. Mm -hmm. And I think, again, super socially conscious. And then the next one was Train in Vain, Stand By Me. Definitely. Love that. that. And then is Know Your Rights. I'm going to say, I love the balls of that song. You know, it's just Mm -hmm. like telling you flat out, they don't give a crap about you. (laughs) You basically (sighs) have no rights. The only time you have rights is if you are in a position of power in society. Right. I fought the law. That's and right. The law run. That's there right. You go. Isn't that Buddy Holly though originally? Um, written by Sonny Curtis of the Crickets by a cover by the Bobby Fuller Four. That's one of those singles. Oh, there it is. As a matter of fact, on Wiki they have uh, the forty-five. All right, cool. Released in nineteen sixty-five. See, we're educational too. We kind of are. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you agree with our picks? We'd love to hear what your choices would be. So leave us a comment on our Facebook page, Sense and Nonsense A to Z, and let us know which three songs by The Clash you would put on your Desert Island playlist. I have some A to Z sports for us. As you know, Aaron Rodgers signed with the Jets. Yes. The Jets also signed ex-Packers wide receiver Alan Lazard, Rogers' old backup quarterback Tim Boyle, offensive tackle Billy Turner, and they just signed Randall Cobb. So I guess the New York Jets are going to be 
considered the New York Packers too. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yes. I wonder why. Well, you know what? I'm guessing that they had a chat with him and maybe he said some recommendations. I don't know, but um, they're trying to win a championship. Yeah. So, you know, they're coming up with a plan. Yeah. Okay. Number two, Max Scherzer. One of our ace pitchers for the New York Mets. The Mets went to L.A. to play the Dodgers. The umpires check the pitchers now. They're checking their glove. They're checking their hand to make sure that there's no foreign substance. Okay. Because it's a, it's a big deal now. So they checked him at the end of the third inning, and they told him to go in and change your glove and wash your hands kind of deal. And so he did. Because he uses a lot of rosin, mm -hmm. and rosin is legal, and there's a rosin bag on the pitcher's mound. Right. So, but he uses a lot of it. So between the rosin and the sweat, you know, it gets a little yeah. tacky. And right now, when he went in, he cleaned his hands with alcohol. What happens with alcohol is it really made it tacky. Oh no. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so tacky he could have it in his fingers and have the ball hang near. Oh my when goodness. You, when you mix alcohol and rosin. So when Max Scherzer came out for the fourth inning and washed his hands and, you know, with the alcohol and stuff, it was bad. So they ejected him and 10 day suspension. Wow. For a legal substance. Rosin's legal. But is yeah. alcohol? I'm, and I'm not sure what the story is, whether they told him to go wash your hands with alcohol, but... The Mets told him just accept the 10 day suspension rather than appeal it because it takes the process is too long. We will need you further into the season. So just take the 10 day suspension. And he did. They're cracking down on this stuff. And so we'll see what happens. Still sticking in the MLB, the Oakland A's rookie pitcher, Mason Miller, made his third start of the season through seven scoreless innings. Despite his superb performance, Miller was pulled after closing out the seventh inning because he was throwing 100 pitches. Are you not allowed to pitch an entire game anymore? There's a theory not to go over 100 pitches. And here's, here's the whole thing about getting hurt and, you know, people with Tommy John surgery. They're monitoring pitches. Now, I can remember years ago, like, I know you know this name, Nolan Ryan. Yeah. Nolan Ryan used to throw a 100-mile-an-hour fastball way back when, okay? Yeah. And his arm never fell off. There was days that there was double headers and stuff. And, you know, you needed your pitcher to go the nine innings. I think they're being a little too cautious. But so this poor guy got pulled doing a no-hitter. And by the way, they went on to lose. They lost a game for him? Yes, they lost a game. I would be furious. I know. <laughs> Okay, so the last thing I have is the National Basketball Association, NBA's MVP list came out. And Joel Embiid from the Philadelphia 76ers got the award. He got the MVP. But what's curious, and I had listened to some of these sports um, radio people, they were saying that it's odd that the top three are not Americans. So there's kind of like a little shift that's going on and they feel that maybe it had something to do with the 1992 dream team they were so successful and kids 
in other countries are picking up basketball, which is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. But the top three is, um, like I said, Joel Embiid from the Sixers. He's from Cameroon. Nikola Jokic. He's from the Nuggets and originally from Serbia. And then number three is Yanis Antetokounmpo from Athens, Greece. Well, they're recruiting these guys from other countries. Right. So, yeah, that's going to happen. They're going to wind up on your list. As a matter of fact, let's say top three are from other countries. Then number four is American. Number five is foreign. Six, American, foreign foreign american steph curry came in ninth so it's wild you know it's not surprising no no not at all but i think they were saying that because it's the nba well let's face it major league baseball yeah it's full of foreigners well latin (laughs) yeah Yeah. a lot yes a lot lot from south america yes exactly Mm -hmm. central american south america yeah yeah and they've been pulling those for years yeah. You know, and, so. and now we have a lot from um, Asian countries, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, Japanese baseball is very big. I think it's all good. There we have it. Okay. It's time for the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Okie dokie. Season five, episode three, typos and torsos. Wow. Yeah. It starts off with the flash forward stuff again, but this time with Ethan in the field in Israel. What was that? Like 1984. Yeah. On a lettuce farm. Yeah. And Mitch flies in by helicopter, disrupts the whole thing. It's like, this is so far-fetched. It's so tone deaf as well. Yeah. It's it's so ridiculous. Yeah, Hated it. What they never saw a Jewish mother before? Yeah, you're in on. Israel. Yeah, like seriously. that is the worst thing. Yeah, say. And I she's know. so disconnected from his life, and he's studying to be a rabbi. Right. And then he introduces his fiance to her, of which she had no idea. Mm-mm. Her name was Kava. And then this Kava person says to Ethan, "I don't like her." It's like, yeah, no kidding. And you know what? I kind of think she doesn't like you. And guess what? You're not very likable either. No, but neither was Midge. No, no, not at all. Did not like that whatsoever. Me either. Like I said, these flash forward things, I think it's going someplace, but not crazy about it. I'm really not at all. Nor am I. Yeah. I did not care for this episode very much. Mm. I thought there was a lot of going, what the hell? I know. You know, Abe talking to the poor kid about torsos. plane crashes and <laughs> exactly. limbs and torsos flying all over the And this is supposed to help him sleep. Right. And Abe having a conniption because he spelled Carol Channing wrong. With one N instead With of two. two. <laughs> he was acting like a child. I know is interesting because ethan all he wants to do is sleep with midge right and all she wants to do is get him back in his own bed right right so then she goes to sleep in his bed because he's in hers right and then she gets esther in the bed with her because esther really doesn't want anything to do with her because as soon as she falls asleep esther climbs out and gets back in her own bed which was so sweet when i saw that was like oh well it just goes to show you that esther is independent and ethan is codependent True. You know, and the differences, yes. and it's really telling in this episode the difference between the Weissmans and the Maisels. 
Yes. Even though Moisha and Shirley act like idiots for like half of this episode. They had a sweet moment, boy. Their moment at the end of this episode is yeah. the best moment of the entire series so yeah. far. Yeah. When she walks in and she is heartbroken. She's heartbroken because she's not going to get another grandchild. And she was knitting blue and pink booties because you can't be born with cold feet. First of all, it's sweet when they find out that there's not going to be a baby. And she right. is immediately concerned. And yep. so is Moish for yes, Joel. Exactly. They are immediately concerned for him. She's immediately heartbroken. Yeah. She immediately hugs her son. She immediately yep. is like, well, you can try again. You know, I'm so sorry. And yeah. even Moish asked Joel if right. he's okay. Right. And it just goes to show the difference between that a self-absorbed family yep. and one who really cares about their children. Sure. And even though Moish and Shirley are in the midst of their own turmoil, they're fighting, they want to get divorced. Yeah, they're, they're just going through a rough They're going through a rough time. patch. Yeah. When she walks in that room, he's sleeping by himself in the bedroom and right. she walks in and she has one of each of those booties in her hand and they're unfinished and yeah. she's just, her she's heart just is broken. Yeah, she's just beside herself. And he just puts his book to the side and he yep. pulls those covers back and she just gets in and he hugs her. Yeah. That is the most beautiful moment. It chokes me up even now thinking about it. I know, I'm kind of tearing up myself. So heartfelt and authentic. It was the best. The best. It was the best. Absolutely. Beyond that moment, this thing is a train wreck. Oh, it's a total train wreck, except for Susie. Oh, she's so good. She's so good. She's so ticked off that that tea room was burnt down. And it had... I was going to (laughs) invest. (laughs) <laughs> and the whipped cream oh, it was the, the most delicious cream. it was what was she calling that celestial celestial that was so funny oh that was my so gosh funny. she when was she, good you yeah. know he's yeah. like are you right-handed or left-handed sweetheart yeah. when, <laughs> when she when, wants to go get a gun gun <laughs> that was funny that was funny and susie's like don't speak <laughs> exactly she's not getting a gun <laughs> Again, she's the bright part of the series, really. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know why it's the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, because it's it's Susie's show. She is the one who is outstanding in every scene that she's in. Absolutely. I, I, I don't find Midge to be funny. I ha- she, Again, she's not funny. Yeah. You know, and that, then has a How about that Bugs tantrum. Bunny? I know. How about that Bugs Bunny joke that... I, um, I, Gordon Ford flubbed, right? It was okay. It was an okay joke. It was an okay joke. I'm actually very surprised that that they approved it and put it in. Yeah. All right. But couldn't she have controlled herself in the um, wings of the show and not grunted? It was unbelievable that she did You know, I mean, it's like you said, self-absorbed. Yeah. You know, I mean... He is the star. He is doing the show. It's his reputation on the line. He made a mistake that he then had to cover for. Right. And she's audibly groaning. Yeah. What are you thinking? And then she's surprised. I'm going to get fired? Like, you're lucky you didn't get fired on the spot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's actually what I thought when I was watching that episode. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. she's gone. She screwed it up. Yeah. 
You know, I she, she already she messed up chance. what she, yeah, exactly. What did she say to Lenny Bruce? That she's not going to mess this up, right? But that's all she does. She she messes up everything. Constantly. Just don't like the direction that this goes in. I really and then don't. I want to see had, her success. I know. I, I have no idea all, how she got to the point where they're talking about it in 1984 or whatever. Because yeah. all I see here is a friggin' mess. Yeah, train wrecks. All one the after, time. Yeah, one after another. I agree. I don't get it either. And and then after she groans, she has the balls to have a fight with him in public about it. This in a crowded bar that is yeah, a trade exactly. bar. All of yeah. your colleagues and newspaper people and everything are in All this there. bar. Exactly. And you expect that you're not going to be fired? Yeah, seriously. In the well, 60s, apparently she wasn't fired. The only reason she was not fired is because they made it to number one. True. And he has a soft spot for her. I know, because he wants to get in her skirt. Yes. Which is, so. ugh. Yeah, I know. I Such know. a cliche. And I'll it be honest really with you. Is. I mean, I don't mind the Gordon Ford character, but I don't like the fact that he's basically replacing Lenny because Lenny was a much better character. And I doubt we're going to see him again. You really he, think so? You don't think yeah, he's going to come back? He went to L.A. and he yeah. dies in L.A. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, we might have a glimpse of him again, but that would be a shame. Yeah, because I mean, these episodes, like we said last time, really suffer without him in it. Bring Lenny and back. Also, and also, Joel is kind of acting like an idiot still. He was him. I you know? I know he was him, and she was her. But it's yeah. just like ugh, I, I don't yeah. know. I guess I'm yeah. just maybe over that. Yeah. You know, I'm over her putting her foot in her mouth constantly. Constantly. Like, just shut your mouth. Yeah. Like. That's all you have to do. Develop some self-control. You don't have to have a quip for everything because honestly, most of the time your quips aren't funny anyway yeah. and they make you unlikable. Yeah. I don't know how I'm supposed to root for you when I don't like you most of the time. And I want to root. I know. I really want, I want to see her be successful and I want to see her grow and stuff. And it's, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I know these writers are supposedly awarded writers but i just don't like it i don't either i don't like it obviously we don't have the big picture but no. again we're if only I wasn't... with the third episode and no. we're, we have six more to go so if i wasn't invested in this uh, i would have stopped, stopped watching a long time it. ago yes me too i'm in that category yeah. that's the only reason i'm watching it because i am invested yep i know i know so, so far <sighs> So far, only one out of three has been good, which was the first episode yeah. this season. Yeah, it was that was really good. Let's do deep questions. Okay, deeper the better. <laughs> Letter C, deep questions. Okay, which would you rather give up, cheese or cookies? Oh, man. <laughs> Both are tough for me. Deep questions. I know. That's why I picked them. Okay. So cheese is my favorite food. I know. <laughs> and cookies is my favorite dessert. <laughs> um, cheese. Cheese. Yeah, would have to be. Mm -hmm. You know, pl plus it would help my cholesterol. <laughs> it would. You know, even yeah. though cookies would help my diet. <laughs> <laughs> But I'll go with the cheese. You know, it's hard to give up sweets for me. I Very know. hard. Yeah. How about you? It would be cheese. Okay. And the reason is because I feel like 
I'm way down on cheese anyway. Okay. <laughs> I would rather have a cookie. Yeah. Love you cookies. Know. I'm really it's, digging Oreo cookies anymore. I got to tell you. Oreos are delish. I mean, and, and not just that, but you know, come the holidays, I want a snickerdoodle. I cannot <laughs> give up a snickerdoodle, you know? Hey, talk about Oreos. The last batch of Oreo cookies that I got, mm -hmm. the wafers have been flipped. A couple of them. It's really? like, how is that happening with so many in this pack? Exactly. Yeah. Where's their quality control? Exactly. They should be free. <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely less calories. You know that. The broken ones and uh -huh. the less calories. Absolutely. I agree okay. 100%. All right. So you're going to be able to tell with my next question that I was hungry when I was formulating my deep questions. <laughs> okay. Because the next it's all question. food related. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> this one is, okay. if you could only have one kind of cake for the rest of your life, what would it be? Cheesecake. Ooh. But wait a minute. <laughs> if you give up cheese. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's a separate question. <laughs> the first question has nothing to do with the second question, right? That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Right. So it would be cheesecake. Cheesecake. Yeah. That is different than I thought you were going to say. Okay. I thought you were going to say ice cream cake. Oh. Mm, no. No. Cheesecake. cheesecake. Sure. That's a good answer. Sure. And you? me ah this is a tough one for me i'm not sure i'm really not sure i love cake oh <laughs> I, I, love I know that's, cake. that's your favorite it's my favorite yeah so um it would it's really tough but i think i also would have to go with cheesecake because okay there are lots of varieties of cheesecake this is true so I could get away with having a variety still, okay. even within the confines of cheesecake. That's wonderful. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's thinking ahead. Yes. All right. Number three. Yes. Would you rather live in the Canary Islands, which mm -hmm. is the Spain territory off mm -hmm. Northwest Africa, right. or the Channel Islands in the English Channel off the coast of France? That's the <laughs> British territory. Right. I know which one you're going to pick, um, <laughs> but there should be a third one, the Caribbean islands, and that would be the one I would pick. <laughs> well, no, you have to choose one of these. I know. I purposely did not pick a Caribbean, Caribbean island. I knew I'd pick that one. Yes. I'd go with the canary. I knew it. You're always going to go more tropical than me. Ab absolutely. I would definitely go more tropical. Not compared to you, but just more tropical in general. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And you're yeah. going to go off the... I'm going with course. the Channel Islands. Of course. In no small part because I can live on Jersey, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is a great island. I'm from New Jersey. I might as well go to Jersey if I'm right. going to live on an island. And yes, Jersey is where Henry Cavill's from. So that's a big <laughs> draw. <laughs> okay. He's got to go back there to visit family, right? <laughs> Chances are. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Number four. This is this. We're getting deep questions now. And I mean, we get we get deeper as we go. As we go, on. that's yes. right. Would you rather wear the crown in a poor kingdom, or be a commoner in a rich kingdom? Ooh, this is deep. Mm. I'd rather wear a crown in a poor kingdom because I feel that I could help that kingdom. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no wrong answer. I mean, is that okay? <laughs> yeah. I feel like you would put some like organizational skills and, and things in place and you'd yes. be like, this is where, I mean, yeah. we're just talking about it. Like you economize our zoom. 
<laughs> you know, right. it's like, oh, we I better do. use every second of our Zoom before That's we right. start a new one. You know, like, yep. I feel like you would definitely bring that type of sensibility Mantra or whatever. Yeah. Sensibility to yeah. Uh, a monarchy. Sure. sure. How about you? How about you? I would probably be a commoner in a rich kingdom. Really? Yeah, I probably okay. would. All right. You know, I'd be like, all right, you know, that's fine. As l Everybody's, we're doing all right. That's fine. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. There's right. no reason for me to supplant you. Yeah. <laughs> if okay. You if you change your mind, you can come over to my kingdom. I would totally go to your kingdom and help. <laughs> I would. Right. I need yeah. help. Yeah, yeah. I can't do it all myself. No, absolutely not. Nobody can. No. All right. And here's the last one, which I feel like is the most relevant for our lives. Okay. Okay. If you were a public figure, which we kind of are with our podcast, we're public figures now, oh, okay. would you rather be conservative or controversial? Controversial. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, it's boring. I, I'm so conservative with other portions of my life, like my money. I'm very uh -huh. conservative with my money. Mm -hmm. But my views on different things are, it's definitely not conservative. So why would I bring conservatism to my fame right no. how about you well i feel like you know i do a segment called going beyond normal i don't yeah. think i don't i don't think i'm very conservative i think i probably am not super controversial but i'm definitely yeah. on the other side of normal right you know so i right. feel like that in and of itself is a little bit controversial yeah. even though i'm very um moderate i'm a pretty moderate person so i am too i probably straddle that line i do too yeah 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 all right well those were my deep questions for the we, edition we stir things up that's true yeah. we make you think about stuff right right i right. mean that's the hope like we were talking about bruce springsteen even if it's poppy it's still got yeah. an element of deepness to it there you go Are you ready to do some table topics? Oh, right. All right. Do you have the red box? I have the red box. I okay. actually have a different one as well, but that one's more adult. Oh. I, I've, I've oh. made sure all of these are PG appropriate. <laughs> I think the red one's the original, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Cute. So this is the first time we're seeing these questions and we're going to talk about them. I'm just pulling them out at random. Right. This first one says, if money were no object, what kind of party would you throw? I throw a party and well, hire must. a band. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say a summer party. And uh, maybe have it on a beach someplace. There you go. Friends and family, have a band, summer party. That's my answer. There you go. I'll stick with that one. How about you? Um I don't know. I'm not a super big partier. <laughs> mm. um, That's actually a tough question. It is a hard question. Yeah. You know, I think I would probably throw a dinner party. Okay. And just invite a handful of people mm. okay. and have everything, you know, catered and do it like a clue thing. Go to a mansion. Oh, okay. Maybe have a murder mystery party or something like that, where it's <laughs> okay. just like, just like maybe a dozen people or so, and yeah, you know, do something like that or okay, yeah, okay, all good right. answer. Mm -hmm. All right, all right. Let's let's see another one. Took some thought. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, definitely another one. Ooh. Okay. 
Are you mentally or physically tougher? Ooh. Mm-hmm. These are deep questions These here. These are. <laughs> Which one am I tougher, mentally or physically? I'm going to say physically. Mm. Yeah. I definitely see why you would say that. Yeah. I'm a tough broad. I love that. <laughs> I do. Um, I am also going to pick physically. Okay. Because I feel like physically, I have really been put through the ringer. <laughs> yeah. Well, mentally too, for that matter. I mean, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm not. That's I'm not a... saying I'm not mentally tough. Yeah. Oh yeah, me but neither. But I'm saying me neither. I am more likely to just take a minute and cry mm. than I am to sit down because I physically hurt. Yeah. I you know what I mean? I'm sure. more likely to physically plow through and tough that out and, and get mm -hmm. it done. And then later be like, Oh my God, that hurt. <laughs> Why did I do like, that? Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I just, oh. Then mentally I'm more like, okay, just give me a minute. I just need to go cry in the bathroom for a second. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Do one more. Yeah. One more. Ooh, this is interesting. If you could master one instrument, what would it be? A guitar. Mm. Yep. And you? This is a tough one. I feel like a guitar is versatile because you could take it anywhere with you. And, mm -hmm. and and so much is born out of that. I mean, if you can play the guitar, you can play the bass. You yeah. Know. yeah. Um, but there is something about a piano that I really sure. love. So sure. I think I would probably go with piano. Okay. Yeah. I see that. Uh, that yeah. would be for me too, but... I would really love to master guitar. I yeah. really would. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I was thinking about that earlier today. I saw a commercial with a girl playing guitar, and I'm like, man, I wish I was mm -hmm. able to play that well, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Or how about like Dolly? She I just, know. She just got up and plays guitar with her, you know, crazy nine nails. inch nails. I, I know. know. Yeah, it's crazy. I saw, um, I don't know where, where it was a commercial for, maybe it was a print ad for learning to play the guitar. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering if kids today still learn how to play Smoke on the Water first. <laughs> you know, because that was the tune that you learned back well, in the day. Or George Thorogood because it's three chords. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I just remember that like dun 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 yeah. dun, 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 dun like everybody that I knew yeah. who was taking guitar lessons sure. like that was their thing. All right, I want to do one more. Okay, uno mas. Yes. Is it more essential to develop beliefs or gain knowledge? Gain knowledge, at least for me, mm -hmm. and for you. Gain knowledge because yeah through gaining knowledge is how you formulate your beliefs of you know course. so yeah. i feel like definitely gain knowledge and yeah. i don't think that's a choice that enough people make mm. these are fun i love that this is a great game table yeah. topics thank you yeah. very much for yes. your assistance with our podcast <laughs> for sure Do you realize with our playlist, we agreed on two again? That's right, we did. Yeah. I love that segment. I love hearing what your choices are. Yours too. I mean, I, it's, and fun. We, it, it's fun. It's fun. It's yeah. fun also because 
I think it's interesting that we can't just limit ourselves to three songs. Even though we have three, we have to mention like all these other honorable ones mentions. To. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, it's like my top five list that we started. And I had to do a top ten this week. You know. I know. It's like there are so many good things out there, but really, it is three songs on our Desert Island playlist. That's sure. all we get. Yes. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to tell your friends and follow us on Facebook at Sense and Nonsense A to Z, all one word. And wherever you're listening, please like our episodes. And if you're listening on YouTube, subscribe to our channel and be sure to hit the notification bell ding, to get notified of each episode as it becomes available. We appreciate you listening. With that, we're out of here. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week. <laughs>